1: Hello and welcome into the Guiltiest Charge podcast. Today, we are joined by fan favorite Chargers draft pick, Jamari Salyer out of Georgia. Jamari, thanks for joining us, man. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm blessed to be alive. I'm glad to be here. Um, I appreciate you guys for inviting me on the show. Um, and it's a good day. So good day in LA.
1: Yeah, love to hear it. Love, love to hear it for sure. And of course, we are joined by our analytics expert, Arjun. Arjun, who is currently working with Pro Football Focus. How are you doing, man?
3: Doing great. Uh, really excited to do one of these interviews for the first time and uh, super excited that Jamari's is able to join us.
1: Yeah, I know. We're super happy again. Blessed as well to have you on with us. So the first question I have for you is this. Even though, statistically, as Arjun can point out, and on film, you were one of the best tackles in college football, in my opinion, but mm-hmm. most media members, and I would assume teams as well, had you at guard. So what do you think you do specifically so well that would make you a better fit at guard why is guard and not tackle the best way to maximize Jamari Salyer?
2: Uh, I think uh, just in the draft process, a lot of teams just kind of looked at my measurables. Mm, okay. um, small guard. Um, I think uh, just intangible wise, I can do all the things that I, the other tackles can do that came mm-hmm. out in this class. Um, obviously, the NFL is a different, you know, different type of ball game, and I'd have to, you know, refine my skills to become the tackle that would. Want myself to be in the NFL if the opportunity mm-hmm. presented itself, but I just think when it came to the draft process, a lot of teams looked at my measurables and saw a guard. Um, looked at how I could move people in the run game and saw and saw a guard. So, um, okay. and then I played there the senior, in the senior bowl, so teams got a really good glimpse mm-hmm. of it. Um, and I played their national championship game as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a couple of different things that probably would, would have projected me as a guard. But I think definitely my measurables kind of, you know, circled me, and penciled me in as a guard. So.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. It's a shame though, because you played excellent at tackle. So, but I understand why guard as well.
2: Yeah.
3: Yes. And just talking about, since you're in OTAs right now, what is the, like, is there a different mindset coming into OTAs as a six round pick, especially going into the NFL versus going into college as a consensus five-star prospect, the best tackle prospect in your class? Is there a difference in the way you're approaching OTAs versus going into Georgia and, and, you know, playing at an elite level?
2: Uh, I think uh, really, really, the only biggest difference is just uh, the different age. You know, coming out of uh, <laughs> coming out of high school, I'm seventeen, 17 18 years old.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, walking
2: on the college, walking on the college campus, and uh, you know, just kind of taking it in for the first time, and you know, kind of learning what it's like to be away from home and all that stuff. Now I kind of know, you know, I know what it is. I know what they say. This is my life. You know, and I'm kind of competing for it now. And so, um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you just kind of have that in the back of your head at the end of the day um you know a lot of the guys on the team especially a lot of the linemen, weren't super high picks so they, you know they kind of kind of have those guys to lean on and, and get an understanding for the process but um yeah it's definitely a competitive a competitive nature that's you know that's in this process of OTAs and training camp and the preseason trying to make the team so it's trying to make the 53 so uh yeah it's exciting it's uh it's definitely something that uh you know gets your blood boiling every morning so
1: <laughs> interesting how that that goes for you over the years I've talked to a player who's said that they were kind of afraid of the numbers, if you will, when they first got to camp as kind of a roster bubble sort of guy. But now they're they're sort of in their own. They feel more confident. So All I right. completely forgot that Arjun attends Michigan. And I have to bring it up because Arjun is a Michigan guy and your famous tape really <laughs> is you versus Aiden Hudson and David Ajava. Yeah. So I got to ask, you can talk about that game in particular or just other games. You handled some of the best edge rushers in college football. So what what do you feel like are the two or three most important things that you do during the week to prepare for, you know, those guys? And then how did you go out and perform and execute those things on a weekly basis?
2: Uh, Simple practice, you know, uh, <laughs> practice uh, was tough, you know, especially, um, you know, just being a Georgia football player, no matter if you're offensive line, defensive lineman, like this this is going to be tough. It'll make it the toughest it could possibly be. Um, when we were preparing for Michigan to play in Miami, they had the indoor facility on like, 85 and like in Georgia at Georgia in Georgia is not like warm in the in, the, in December, <laughs> November, it's, yeah. it's cold. And so uh, you know, we did the best we could to simulate that. And then also just you know, mm. week in and week out, it's preparing for those guys. I mean, honestly, if you look at our our roster, we kind of have pretty much a lot of the best pass rushers in the country that were the draft shows that so yeah. um when it comes to competing at a high level, I mean, I'm getting the best I could possibly get every single day. Um guys are motivated to practice in Georgia. They want to practice, they want to get better. So, you know, you're getting, a, you play, you basically playing a game every day. So, um, you know, when it comes to, you know, getting under the lights in the stadium, I mean, it's kind of a little bit easier um, in all respects to my opponents. It was a little bit easier. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it made um being, being a Georgia football player has its perks and that's definitely one of them, especially being an offensive lineman, you're going to play against talented defensive players and they're going to play against talented offensive players. So, um, yeah, it definitely helped me out in the long run playing against the talented players I played against because um they were good players. No, no, don't take no doubt about it. But you know, the preparation, the film work, and um just yeah. taking everything like seriously.
1: Arjun, I'm just gonna cut in real quick before you ask your question. Because your team was so stacked on the defensive side of the ball, who was the toughest go against every single day?
2: Uh I mean <laughs> I guess it kind of depends on what drill you're doing or uh you know <laughs> I don't know. I, I think uh, just in total, I mean, those guys are coached so well, so it's yeah. kind of hard to really like put a put a pin on a certain person because they all do things very well to make the game tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really move JD most days. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so you Take Kobe around at three hundred twenty pounds is not fun. So I mean, you know, it's it's kind of you kind of take your pick of the litter when it comes to that type of stuff. Um, throwing a ball across the middle with Lewis back there, is, I wouldn't recommend it. So mm-hmm. it's just um, you know it, it kind of puts you in a, in a kind of a bind when it comes to being an offensive coordinator. But I mean, at the end of the day, we lined it up, we strapped it up against them, and they'll tell you the same thing about us. And uh, it was competitive, mm-hmm. it was physical, and uh, we awesome. enjoyed it every day. Awesome.
3: Yeah, that that's great to hear. And you know, as as a Chargers fan, like you, we constantly hear a Tom go, prioritize competitiveness and winning like being a part of a winning culture that's why he's gone back to the georgia program the past couple of years a lot you know one of the big reasons he just drafted justin herbert was because <laughs> he was a winner in college and he won the rose bowl for you since you won the college football championship is it going to be is would winning a super bowl be sweeter than winning the college football championship or you know being in college with all your friends the guys you live with Would that is that championship more sweeter than Winning a Super Bowl because the Chargers are, you know, legitimate Super Bowl contenders this year.
2: We are. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to answer that question because um, I've never <laughs> been to a Super Bowl game. Yeah. I don't. I've yeah. never watched one as I'm like like I've never been in a stadium while people someone won one. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, I would imagine it's a pretty sweet feeling. Um, just just to be at this level and do it. Um, you know, to say that you made it to this point because uh, everybody dreams of playing in the NFL, but then there's, like, playing in the NFL and winning a NFC championship or AFC championship, and there's playing in the NFL and there's winning a Super Bowl, and there's playing in the NFL and being an MVP or whatever. So, I mean, you make this point, but it's like, okay, well, now we can move past that because I'm here now. So uh, I think it's always just kind of the chasing the next thing. Um, and I think, you know, obviously winning the national championship in college is very special. You live with those guys. You eat with those guys. You, you know, party with those – whatever you do <laughs> with the guys all the time. Yeah. So you can't avoid it. So – I just think it's one of those things that made that very special. But I think this team has the ability to do the same thing. And um, Coach Daly talks about it all the time. It's just like you know, is this a bunch of individuals that come together and put on you know blue and yellow, or are we going out here to actually become a team and and win this thing? Mm -hmm. So I think that's just kind of the process for us. And I know I've been on a few good teams. I won championships all throughout my football career. So I kind of know that the, the aspect of team is really the most important part of it. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of team, I was going to pass off this question as my own. Can't say who it is, but someone you're going to be facing in practice helped me out with this question. Do you consider or do you think that offensive line can be a non-passive position in regards to the way that you attack defensive linemen? Does the offensive line always have to be a bend don't break position?
2: When you say so when you say bend, don't break, like do you mean that we're not the aggressor? like can we play and, yes. and not be the aggressor? Yes. No, no, no. You can't, you can't. Well, not in the brand of football I played in. If you're passive and you're like, oh, I don't really know, it's not going to really work, you know, at the end of the day. Um, defensive linemen, I like to call them opportunists. So <laughs> if, they, if they feel like they smell blood in the water, they're going to attack that. And if, mm. if you're passive, that's something that you like, okay, if you have a little hitch in your step or whatever, you might be able to fix that. But being passive, that's, that's if a defensive lineman smells that, especially I would imagine at this level, It probably wouldn't be very because I because I know in the SEC it it wasn't something that you could just be like oh he's passive if you were passive you didn't play you know in that league so I would imagine it's the same thing here and I don't I definitely wouldn't imagine this is a position where you that you could play if you're passive so
1: yeah no that makes sense I'm sure this person would agree as well yeah
2: and and kind
3: of like following up on that um it is kind of like a mindset question I'm asking so at Georgia you had you had one of the best rushing attacks with Samir Wyden and James Cook. And so, you know, Georgia's uh, offense was a little bit, uh, it flowed a little bit through the run just because you didn't have like a George Pickens out there for most of the season. And now you're coming to LA where, you know, the Chargers are one of the most pass-happy teams in the NFL. So going from a run-heavy scheme to a pass-heavy scheme, how does that change like your conditioning? How does that change the way you approach playing offensive line? Like, do you have to conserve yourself more on runs to be able to handle, you know, bull rushes and pass rushes? Like, what does that process look like for you um, from the draft to now?
2: Uh, I just think for me, the biggest thing, I mean, and it was emphasized in colleges was, you know, I'm sure it will be here, is just being in shape. You know, at the end of the day, um, being in shape so that you can play every down like it's your last is is important. Because um, at the end of the day, I mean, this game comes and goes for, for the best of them. So uh, for me, I just want to leave everything out on the field. That's what I've always prided myself on being, uh, on being that type of player, is just leaving everything out on the field. And so I would never want to be in a position where I'm like, okay, I'm only in shape enough to be able to play this certain run hard so and then save my energy. No, I want to play every down like it's my last. So just being in that type of shape is really important for any offensive lineman or defensive lineman. These big guys, being in shape is it's huge. Um, because the more you play, you know, that's that's good. You know, that increases your value. So, um, you know, I would never want to be in a position where I'm like, I can play this certain play, not as hard as this But No, I want to be in the best shape I can be to play every play hard, you know, to be able to protect Justin i be able to, you know, open holes for Austin um, just to get those have so that those guys can have success. Because if I'm out of shape, I'm out there dying. I'm letting a lot of people down. And that's how I've always looked at it. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really so much of a guy that takes away from this play to get to this play. I want to give my best every play.
1: Love to hear that. And that kind of leads into my my final question here for you. I hated to end on this, but I do have to ask because we're sort of in the dark here and as much as you can answer. And then what's your
2: current progression working through it right now? Uh, I mean, like I told the teams when I in, uh, interviewed for the for the combine and stuff, I was you know working through a, a injury that I suffered during towards the end of the season, um, mm. and I was able to com- compete in, in pro day. You know, I, I felt healthy in pro day. team. Yeah. a lot of people talked to me after pro days, like we loved how you looked. Um, and I competed. Wow. I competed well. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, to be quite frank, um, I don't care. <laughs> you know, uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh. I feel like God has a plan for me. He put me here in L.A. And I feel like, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, at the end of the day, those teams felt how they felt when they felt that way. But the Chargers gave me a chance. And so now that I'm here in L.A., you know, I'm ready to give to this organization because they believe in me. And I certainly believe in them. You know, they made a lot of power moves to make mm. themselves a, a serious contender. Um, in this wild, wild west. So um, <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely excited to be here. And um, at the end of the day, you know, the draft what three weeks ago um i'm Mm -hmm. well into trying to build my own nfl nfl career now not just a draft career so um yeah forget it it's old news uh (laughs) let them have it whatever it was so
1: yeah sounds good i mean we were i had no idea you were even available all of a sudden your name popped up on the screen and we all three of us were sitting on we audibly cheered because we had no idea you were available so we're really happy to have you don't get us wrong Um, like you said passes the past looking forward now we cannot wait all right that is where we'll wrap things up Jamari, thank you so much for joining us. We wish you all the best the rest
2: of the way. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys. I'm, I'm glad to be here as well. I'm glad you guys are glad to have me here as well. So thank you, guys.
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Take care, man. All right. Thank you.